Navigate Oklahoma, a podcast geared towards helping you navigate to and through everything that is Oklahoma transportation. Welcome to this edition of Navigate Oklahoma. I'm Jessica Brown, the Director of Strategic Communications for Transportation Secretary Tim Gatz. Today's edition will talk about maintenance of our roads and bridges, and that is a, a full-time, 365-day-a-year process. I have with me the Director of our Maintenance Program, Taylor Henderson. Thank Hello. you for being here, Taylor. Talk to me about the nuances behind the maintenance of our roads and bridges across the state. Our uh, maintenance employees, uh, employees go out every day, like you said, 365 days, uh, maintaining our roadways, our bridges, uh, whether that's a pothole patch, an armor coat, um, sweeping our bridges to try to get debris off of them so you know they stay in good shape. Um, it really is, uh, you know, like you said, 365 days, snow and ice, you know, when that happens, uh, the first people, the first line of defense is our uh, maintenance ladies and gentlemen out in the, in the field driving those trucks and spreading salt and sand. Your budget is $160 million a year or so, but not all of that goes into the, the products that we put no. on the roads. And talk to me about how you decide how much money to actually put into the maintenance. Well, right now um, we have a maintenance management system that we look at. Uh, we kind of uh, we look at each individual district, uh, how many lane miles they have, how many bridges they have, and we try to forecast um, from previous years and uh, and like I said, forecasting models to figure out how much uh, they need in the future uh, to uh, to preserve our system. And uh, you know, right now. We're, we're getting behind. We don't have enough money to actually meet those forecasts, so uh, um, our crews out there have to do what they can to keep our system you know, going forward. But um, yeah, that forecasts how much equipment they need to buy, how, many, how much materials, um, and also too, that does include their, their salaries. And of course, maintaining and building up our fleet of vehicles to do some Correct. of this maintenance. Correct. You were talking, um, before we got on here about our pavement conditions mm -hmm. and the, how we need to do better in that. Yeah. How do we get there? Well, I think, you know, anytime that we expand our capital improvement projects, uh, what we call our eight-year plan, uh, we need to always take into consideration maintenance, uh, whether we're adding capacity to a, to a freeway, another lane, or just a new uh, alignment somewhere with it's, it's a brand new road. Uh, we always need to take into consideration our maintenance. Um, however many more lane miles we put on the system has to correlate with how many more dollars we need in our maintenance to continue to, uh, to uh, keep that level of service that, uh, to preserve our, our roadway system as it is now. Uh, so that's the one thing that we try to forecast, like I said, is, is uh, trying to maintain that level of service that, that our customers, the traveling public, can uh, accept. Uh, and that's pothole filling, um, like I said, armor coating, level patching, um, all, those, all those things that need to be do, done after a construction project is, is performed. And we're maintaining roads that were built 70, 80 years ago? Yes, that is true. There there's some places uh, we always have to consider where to do our capital improvement projects. And so if you have 
a roadway that's you know has a low ADT, what we call it, uh, there's low traffic on it. Um, we don't want usually want to spend our heavy construction money on that. So we have some sections of, of uh, roadway in Oklahoma that uh, are, are are very old, uh, decades old, that we are you know trying to move along with just our maintenance forces, and that's that's our special maintenance. Part of the forecasting is included in the five-year asset preservation plan. Talk to me about that plan. Well, our five-year asset preservation plan is, has been a godsend over the last um, probably decade or so. It's, it's a relatively new program, but that program has a, a separate pot of money than our $160 million that we use for maintenance, So, but it's still a form of maintenance, kind of heavy maintenance. And so our maintenance engineers out in the field they'll use that program to perform heavier maintenance in areas that the roadway's a little past our light maintenance, our special maintenance. And so if it's a two-inch overlay or concrete repair or something like that, they can do that in that asset preservation plan. Um, but it's always heavier than our normal maintenance operations. Part of the issue, again, is, is money. Mm -hmm. Always seems to come back to money. Yep. And it's not only the money that we're getting, but the price of the products, the materials that we are trying to get to use. Talk to me about those rising costs. No, that's, that's correct. Um, especially in this last year, the rising costs have, uh, have really impacted our ability to maintain our highways and road system. Uh, uh, one of our maintenance engineers brought an example up to me uh, just about a month ago that um, our blades that we use, um, to uh, maintain the highways has almost doubled in price in the last two years. Um, that's unprecedented. Uh, it's a pace that we can't keep up with with our current budget. And so, um, you know, if this continues, then our equipment starts going downhill um, and uh, we can't perform the level of service that we want to to the traveling public. But uh, our materials, our asphalt prices, concrete prices, everything that we use to try to maintain the roadway have all have all gone up tremendously over the past year, two years. Um, and again, our budget has stayed pretty flat in maintenance, so all we can do is a reduction in how many lane miles we can maintain per year, how many bridges we can maintain. Uh, there's just a trade-off there. Thankfully, our bridges, the, the improvement is seen in the uh, ranking right now that Oklahoma is. Talk to me about that. No, that's exactly right. Um, our, uh, that was great. We met a goal. Um, we were given more money in that category. We used it. We came through as ODOT always does. And um, that has helped us out in maintenance where the capital improvement projects put in new bridges and obviously they don't have to have the necessary maintenance or attention that an old bridge has. So if that part has alleviated uh, the responsibility from our crews to always be checking on those bridges constantly. Of course, we always have a pattern of checking on them every so often. But um, yeah, so they don't have to constantly be working or checking a bridge. Now they can get on the pavement, the smoothness of the pavement, the condition of it. And that's where we're trying to focus at currently. Now that our bridges are in a better state, um, they're in a uh, uh, controlled state where we can hopefully maintain that top 10 uh, ranking and uh, refocus on our roadways. Now, maintenance facilities out in the field, we have how many out there? One in each county? One in each county and uh, several on our interstates as well. And so, you know, every county, 77 counties, obviously. And then we probably have an additional 10, I think. So we're up around 90 facilities that we have 
that uh, our men and women are stationed in and, and trying to help maintain our systems. Uh, those those uh, facilities were placed, I think, in the 50s, maybe early 60s, and most of them are in a, a pretty bad state right now. And so we've had a program going uh, to replace those facilities, and uh, it's, you know, again, like you said, it comes back to money. You can only replace so many at a time. And uh, so we've, we've got several years left to be able to replace the, all of our facilities. And I, I wouldn't even think we're probably a third of the way yet, maybe a quarter of the way. Um, and, you know, I look at those facilities in a couple of aspects that it's not only um, that they need to be replaced, but that we want to replace them for employee retention. Uh, I know that most employees, they deserve and want a place to come to work that is a nice place. It's, you know, got amenities that are nice, um, t uh, climate control, just your basic things that some of our facilities are not providing. Uh, so I think it would help out, again, in employee retention and attracting uh, other employees as well. Thank you very much, Taylor, for joining us today and talking about the ongoing uh, issue that we have with maintaining our roadways and bridges. You're doing cool. a good job out there. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. And thank you for listening to this edition of Navigate Oklahoma. Until next time, please drive safely. Thank you for listening to Navigate Oklahoma. Next week, the Oklahoma Transportation Cabinet will offer another podcast highlighting transportation points of interest. Until then, please drive carefully and always buckle up.